to Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. As always, thanks for joining us this week. So, you know, the word sales, you know, I know you guys are sick of me saying this, that sales, it's icky and manipulation. Ugh, we hate it. And I'm really making a movement to change that feeling of ick to sales really should be coming from a place of love, care, and respect. And I know it's like she's a broken record. We know, Connie. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to give you a free gift so that you can help or help you navigate when you're talking to a prospect or a colleague at work or a client, perhaps. Go to my website, WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA, and you take your free communication style assessment. You will get two reports. One, your natural superpowers, which kind of important to know. The flip side, you will get your lowest score that you'll get a report for spotlighting or hopefully shining a light on a potential blind spot that you didn't even know you had. To me, that might be even more important for you than the superpower. So again, WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA, my gift to you. So my motivational quote today is by David Beebe, and David says, content marketing is really like a first date. If all you do is talk about yourself, there won't be a second date. So when COVID hit, I had to pivot hard. I say that my hips broke a little bit. Um, I had to do everything live, right? So I was doing live for my business for 20 years, and now all of a sudden COVID hits and everything had to shift to the digital. So my clients' needs change. My business development had to change. Um, speaking, networking, everything had to change. And the other thing I had to figure out was how to take my programs and digitize and do this online marketing. Sales and marketing, two very different things. Now, as I reflect back on that time, I see how important it was for me to learn about the relevant technology, those marketing strategies that I kind of needed to get familiar with and use for my client outreach. It all seemed to change overnight. Well, what I realized is how important it is for every working person to stay relevant and be aware of whatever technology is changing or whatever's happening in the marketplace. We have to remain relevant. Now, my guest today to help you remain relevant is my guest today is Nikki Chang Chang. Palace, and we're going to talk or discuss some of the biggest challenges that business owners are facing when it comes to marketing and attracting their ideal client and how to overcome these challenges. And for me, this is a constant battle that I fight of who is my, my ideal client. Now, Nikki is the author of Putting the Pieces Together, Your Survival Guide to the First Five Years of Business. Thank you for those on Apple Go to YouTube video. Nikki just held up her book. So thank you for doing that. Now, her vision is to help entrepreneurs achieve their greatest, uh, their greatness and make their impact by uncovering creative ways that sign me up, right? Save time and money and ultimately grow in abundance and make more profit. Now, Nikki was the recipient of uh, 2018 Best New Business Venture Award in the Superlative, Superlative Awards. I hope I said that right. Sorry, Superlative. <laughs> Super, duh, Superlative Awards. And the 2019 Entrepreneur of the Year at the Business from the Heart Award. That I could say. Today, Nikki helps entrepreneurs work less, make more money by designing a business journey that is fun and simple. She's also brilliant. And my friend, please help help me welcome Nikki to the show. So, Nick, thanks for being on. And, and this is an important topic. And it's one I struggle with every day. 
I know it's something that is so common among uh, small business, especially small business owners. Now, Connie, I come from the corporate world, right? The thing is when it, you know, corporations, they have money to spend on marketing. Yeah. But guess what? Small business owners like you and I, we can't afford to take the long way around That's right. or to be putting our efforts into marketing strategies that isn't getting results. Uh, agree. I, I agree. Give a little background about yourself because this, not only are you a marketing genius, but you also under, understand the strategy to get the pedal to the metal, right? To save the time and money, which I, I don't know about you, but I think everybody is always trying to save time and money. So tell us a little bit about you to give us some grounding of the conversation. Absolutely. So I did spend over 20 years in the corporate world. And, you know, Connie, it's one of those things where, you know, it's time to move on, right? And so what I did was I said, I'm retiring, right? And I said, yes, I'm going to retire. Isn't that what we all want, right? Work and then retire. Yay. Then I'm sitting here going, (laughs) I can't retire. I'm not meant to retire, right? (laughs) So you get it, right? So what happened was people started coming up to me and asking me for help with their business. Okay. So what happened was I didn't recognize that the 20 years of corporate experience that I had was not common knowledge among the small business community. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to start a business to help businesses, right? I had a couple of clients to get started because they were the ones who motivated me to start the business. So I had a couple of clients to start it. Then I decided I put up the open for business sign, even had a website and everything. And I'm thinking, guess what? They're going to come knocking at my door. And guess what? They didn't. (laughs) I'm sure you understand. You can understand the scenario, right? Yeah. So then I hired an ad company and I spent $2,000 to get people to my website. And no one called. And I'm like, okay, I tried a ton of things. Some worked, some didn't. And you know what? When I started my business, I had taken a chunk out of my retirement savings fund to market and to, that was my startup cost for my business. So for me, it was really disheartening when I was looking at my bank statements and I started to see it go lower and lower and lower. And then one day my husband looked at the bank statement and you know what? He didn't have to say anything just that look on his face, my heart completely sank. Yeah. So I knew I had, and and I knew that each time that I wasn't able to pay back that family loan, it was taking a year or two off our retirement fund. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I was not only letting myself down, it was our life. It was our future of our family. So, um, I personally know that I'm here to make a difference and to support small businesses because that's what the universe put in front of me, right? Absolutely. I knew I had to make this work. So what I had uncovered that the reason that my marketing was not working is because I was missing the core foundational elements 
for the marketing to work and that I was doing things in the wrong order. I was putting the cart before the horse. I was trying to learn. I I was running, trying to run before learning the basics of how to run properly so I don't injure myself. Yeah. Right. And so you wonder why I kept falling. Right. So what I did was I created a system that helps entrepreneurs with those foundational elements and what order they should be done in. So for me, it's about helping business owners, understanding the steps, creating the systems, creating that profitable marketing machine so they don't have to keep falling down. Right. And so they can better attract the clients and live in abundance. And and I'm going to be sharing more of this with you today. So my work has made such an impact on my clients that I started winning awards, which you had mentioned earlier. So I was really proud of it. And I'm just sitting here going, oh, my gosh, I'm making a difference. Right. Yeah. And, you know, being, you know, an author and everything like that. And my husband and I, we do have the freedom to be able to travel the world, you know, yeah. to go to places like Peru and um, to enjoy life. Now, my mission is to help a million business owners around the world make their impact. I love it. Now, I love it. My vision, though, is to create a nonprofit foundation to help women in underdeveloped countries to be independent and to break through that cycle of poverty and abuse by providing them the funding to get the equipment that they need, whether it's a sewing machine or a computer or whatever it is, but to give them the skills to be independent and to be a contributing member, a proud contributing member to their community. So 5% of the proceeds of the sales of any of my programs are set aside for the foundation. And this I is love that. I do what I do. I love that, Nikki. <laughs> and, and it's so funny because I know oftentimes when, when a chapter closes, you left corporate, right? And you thought, yeah, I'm just going to relax. And, and, you know, I paid my dues, right? I worked hard. You're a hardworking person, right? And then because you're a hardworking person and you're, you're uh, productive, that was the word I was looking for. You're very productive to sit home. You were like, all right, this ain't going to work for me. Like I need to do something. Right. So this is the interesting thing I find with my clients, whether they're corporate, you know, clients or the small business owner, what you did before, like that 20 years of corporate, just like me, I was in corporate for 20 years in sales. We don't lose those skills because we're not in the framework of corporate anymore. So all of that 20 years of learning and knowledge, it becomes our own intellectual property, right? Of how we see the world and our perspective and how we view, in your case, the marketing. But the funny thing is, and you said something real important, and I want, I want you to hear this, um, my listeners, because the system, I know that when I started, when COVID hit and the marketing, uh, Nikki, you and I met through networking through that, through COVID, right? Everybody was networking really hard because all of a sudden we were on Zoom or Microsoft Teams or whatever it might be. And I was trying different things, but I didn't have a marketing system in place. And I think I went to one of your workshops and I thought, oh my gosh, this, this, this just makes so much sense. I was doing a lot of the things, doing them in the wrong order or not putting enough effort into one of the strategies or whatever. So I want you to hear that word strategy. Marketing is wonderful, but you have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy that's specific for your company. So another thing, uh, Nikki, that you didn't mention that I do want to mention about you and how you work. 
There is no cookie cutter with Nikki. So just because she's a marketing expert and she has a strategy, my business and your business, there might be two very, very different approaches depending on our industry, where we are, what our offers are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the strategy, you are a strategist as well as a marketing expert. So I, I, you know, I, I know I have a lot of people on that are really good at marketing. I want to make sure that people understand that you are a strategic thinker and that there is no cookie cutter that this is my marketing plan and you need to $10,000 on AdWords and Facebook. If I'm not a Facebook, you know, you, you would customize that for me. So I just, that was an important word that you kind of fluffed over, but I think really differentiates you from the marketplace personally. Here's the difference. There are fabulous marketing tactics out there, marketing activities. You could be doing Facebook ads, you could be doing social media and all of that stuff. There are some wonderful marketing companies out there. Mm -hmm. I do not replace those marketing companies. What I do is more on a high level is which marketing company and which strategy is going to be best for you. And as you said, you know, the, the expression I like to use, it's not a one size fits all. That's right. Right. It's not a one size fits all. The key to it is really understanding what your choices are yeah. and how to make those choices. Right. So we and don't deplete our, so we don't deplete our, our 401ks or, you know, the money that you had saved your, in your example for retirement, right. We don't want to deplete the savings. Exactly. Now the, the, the key challenge, one of the key challenges that entrepreneurs have when they're creating their marketing strategy guess what is, oh my gosh, there's all these different ways I can market my business. Yeah. Which one should I choose? Right. And that's where, you know, I have a program that's called marketing mystery to marketing mastery, where that's one of the steps is understanding what are the options out there and why would I choose one over the other? Yeah. And which one is the best for me? So whatever you're choosing, Connie, is not going to be the same as what what I would choose. That's because right. We're at, we're at, first of all, we have different businesses. We have different target markets. We have we are at different stages of our business. All of these are factors that go into why you would choose specific activities over the others. And that is one of the biggest challenges that entrepreneurs have when they're looking at marketing is what should I choose? So these marketing companies, they're great at what they do. But if you don't understand why you are choosing that strategy and where it fits into the big picture, and that's what we're looking at is the big picture. If we don't know what that big picture is, how do we know that that individual, that specific or that company is going to be able to take me there? And that's one of the biggest mistakes. Like that's what happened to me. I'm sitting here doing ads. I wasn't ready for ads. Yeah. And, and, and I just, uh, yes. And, and here's the other thing too, you you said something important again, right? The we're at different stages of our business. So even if our clients overlap, we're at different part ways in our business. So my marketing, even though we might have the same ideal client, 
That doesn't mean I'm going to market it the same way that you're marketing it. So all of those, all of those things that you mentioned have to be taken into account and not just coming up with the marketing to blast out their information about our business. I want to ask another question. So the, the importance of marketing, you're the big picture thinker, right? All of those things. I love that. But why is it important for the, the business owner specifically? And even if you have a side hustle right now that you're trying, you're working in corporate, right? There's a lot lot of people doing side hustles out there. Why is it important for them to start to create that profitable and making it a marketing machine so that profitability comes as they're spending the money? Why is that so important? Or give some examples, whatever, however you want to address it. Okay, Connie, as entrepreneurs, would you agree to me with me that we all want more clients and sales? Uh, Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Isn't that the ultimate goal? So wouldn't it be wonderful if we're able to do it more efficiently in less time with less effort. Right. Yes. And that's what happens when you have a well thought out plan. So I want you to imagine speeding up the time that you spend to find your, here's the key word, ideal client, not just any client, but your ideal client and ultimately make more sales. Right. And the other thing is, you know what, Connie, trial and error can be costly. And when you have that well thought out marketing plan, it will help you get the best return on your investment. Now, not just money, but also in time. Absolutely. Because you know what, like I mentioned earlier, we are not corporate. We can't afford to waste our time and money on things that aren't giving us results. And the third reason is, guess what? A well-thought-out plan allows you the opportunity to free up your time to do the more important work. Absolutely. Your zone of genius, for you to do your zone of genius. Exactly. It's making a difference in somebody's life. It's working on revenue-generating activities so you can have more time with your friends and family enjoying life. You know, for me, it's traveling with my husband, right? And, you know, traveling to all these exotic places. And can you imagine doing that and still having the leads roll in? Yeah. So this is why we would want to create a profitable marketing machine. Yeah. And, and for, you know, not only again, the ROI, and I, I like how you phrase that too, Nick, it's the ROI on money. Sure. That's important. We're spending money, money's energy, right? We want to get that back. But additionally, our time, where we're spending our time, if we're doing all admin stuff and we're not doing the business development, right? That's my sales hack coming into play. But that's as a business owner, we should be spending more time client facing, not worrying about the admin because the admin stuff's not making us money. It's supporting us, but it's not really the revenue generator, right? We're the revenue generator, selling our programs, doing speaking events. You have to free up your time to become visible because that's part of the marketing, hopefully your marketing campaign as well. Another question. What, go ahead, you want to add something? Yeah, I wanted to add something because you talked about, you know, the sales part. You talk about the sales part. So there is a difference between marketing and sales. Yes. So you're about having that sales conversation. But the thing is, is who are you going to have that conversation with? That's right. That's where the marketing side comes in. So that's where I'm about attracting the people so you can have the sales conversations. That's right. 
And Nikki and I partner a lot because philosophically we run our businesses from a value standpoint, right? Of really giving. And you see, she's very, very philanthropic with, you know, 5% of her proceeds, right? Going for these underprivileged, you know, giving an opportunity to these uh, people who don't have the opportunity that we have in the U.S. and Nikki's in Canada. So um, yeah, I, I, I love, I love that, that philosophically, um, we're highly aware of the ROI of money time, but also just the emotional capacity, right? When we, if we're doing all the admin stuff too, I don't know about you, it's fatiguing. And then when you get, you're like, oh, I have to do some client calls. Oh, who wants to do that? Because you're so worn out, right? You can't be at your best that you, I'm telling you, you don't want to be exhausted and be in front of a client. They're not going to hire you, right? Because all, again, there's this energy exchange um, that we share with our clients and prospects subconsciously. So yeah, we want to be the best at what we do. Marketing and sales are important, but they're two distinct things that you have to address. And I believe the marketing, the ideal client, we have to get the traffic and then let's perfect that sales conversation. So again, it's a strategy. It's got to be part of the strategy, but you have to put the, you can't put the cart before the horse. I can help you all day long, develop your sales skills. But Nikki, if I have nobody coming in the door, I'm wasting time energy and money because I'm spending money on this marketing, but it's not the right strategy because the people I'm talking to aren't bringing in the revenue that I need. So it becomes this very sticky wicket that we need to educate ourselves on what's available. And the last thing I want to say before I ask my next question, this is important. I said it at the beginning and you you mentioned it here. We have to remain relevant. I'm not a marketing person. You're not a salesperson, right? We balance each other and help each other out. And that's that's a beautiful thing. It's a great marriage, right? It's a great relationship that we're building. Here's the thing, though. I have to understand marketing because how do you know that that's going to be the right marketing thing for you? It's your business, right? You need to be the advocate for yourself. And the marketing person has to support that, right? And know what questions to ask and all those things. So we have to remain relevant with our own education so that we can have intelligent conversations as we hire marketing me for sales, whatever it is. Are they the right fit for you? I know I'm not the right fit for everybody and that's okay, right? So are we hiring the right people? You have to make sure that you're relevant with your knowledge. So don't ever stop learning. That's my little, you know, my little rant for the day, okay? Um, next question, Nick. So uh, thank you for that, by the way. What are your, what are the biggest challenges that you see your clients or people who don't hire you face when it comes to creating that really that profitable marketing machine, right? That's working all the time behind the scenes. You know, that's a great question, Connie. Um, There are really three key challenges that I've encountered that make a huge impact on absolutely everything. And the first challenge, and I mentioned it earlier is many people are really frustrated because there's so many options available for marketing and they're confused. They're asking themselves, okay, should I do this or should I do that? You know, there are just way too many choices. And that's one of the biggest challenges uh, with entrepreneurs when they're trying to decide how to market their business. Now, the second um, most important challenge that they have is this is probably even more important, is what do you say? Okay, you have a website or you attend a networking event. What do you say, 
right? I had a client who had a website and he said to me, he said, I spent money for this company to get me clicks to the website and I got absolutely no clients from it, right? That's really disheartening because we were sending traffic and there was no, no leads for, the, for, for this client, right? So he says, well, you look at my website and I looked at this website and I'm sitting here going, you know what? It's a, first of all, it's a beautifully designed website. Visually, it was gorgeous. The website also told me what he did which was great. But the thing is, the website didn't tell me what he could do for me uh, and why I should pick up the phone and call him. Yeah. And that's what he was missing, right? So it's great to have a beautiful website. It's great to tell people what we do. If we're not able to engage them, that you're the visitor to the website to take action, then that's something that has to change. And that's one of the biggest challenges with uh, any marketing strategy is you can go out and do marketing, you could do networking and all of this stuff. But if your message is not clear, if your message is not connecting with people, you're not going to get the results. Yeah. And that's the second biggest challenge. Now, the third biggest challenge is... If your message isn't working, what the heck do I change? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, and that is a huge challenge. And, uh, you know, that's, those are the three key areas that I find people's kind of scratching their head going, what do I do? Yeah. It's a blind spot, Nick. It's a blind spot. Absolutely. Right? And we don't know what we don't know. So you're right. Okay. My mess, my website's gorgeous messaging is off. What do I change? I have no idea because we're not marketing experts. So you have to go to the experts. It's funny. I wanted to share, I want to give an example of what you just said when messaging is off, right? Cause I network a lot. I know you network a lot. We see each other a lot in these networking things, right? Um, it was funny. The one you hosted, I was on and people had sales questions. She's like, well, I guess we're handing this over to Connie. It was just, it was kismet. It was just meant to be that I happened to pop in on that event. But here's the thing. I've been on too many networking events, Zoom, right? For the past two years, um, things are starting to come back uh, to life, but we're still on Zoom a lot. This one young lady, she got on and she went on about, she was a marketing expert. She sold our bond. She was doing bank, which is like a disc, like my CSA, my communication style. And there were two other things. And I sat there, I started checking emails. <laughs> I know how rude that sounds, but I thought, yeah, I'm never, never referring to her because I'm, I don't know what the heck she does. And she's doing too many things. I'm not going to send my people to her. So she starts pushing our bond and all these other things that they might not need. But she clearly just says, I do these five things. And, and I'm thinking, wow, when I, it's my turn, I'm just going to talk about sales. I just about do one thing. Well, God, how do you do all five of these? Well, the answer is, I'm sure she's not doing any of them well, because her messaging was so off. Literally, I thought, I, she, and she kept going on and on and on about each one of them. I started checking emails. I'm like, I don't have time for this time, right? Time is valuable. And again, I don't mean to sound rude, figure out what your zone of genius is, and that will help with the messaging piece. But you can't be like a smorgasbord. Like we're not walking into what, what do they call that when you go buffet? 
I'm not a buffet when you come to Connie women, right? Or when they go to Nikki. This is this, I'm very strategic in how I can help you. Please. And then, and it's funny, Nikki, because people say, you know, marketing and sales. I go, I'm going to stop you right there. If your questions are marketing, let me hook you up with one of my colleagues. I'm not your gal. Okay. I don't know marketing. I don't, I understand it. I don't want to do it. I'd rather have pins in my eyes. So that's what we're talking about. Who do you, who do you find? But you have to start thinking about these things. Otherwise those three challenges are going to put, you could, you could put yourself behind the eight ball for years if you don't focus on those three challenges. So well said, thank you for that. But yeah, that was an example. It's so frustrating for me, Nikki, when, and, and I think you really need to meet my friend, Nikki, but you know, no, oh, no, I'm good at marketing. I'm really good at marketing. Clear Clearly you're not because you don't know what the heck you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is uh, a confusing, uh, a confused mind does not buy. That's right. That's exactly right. And it's funny because I know you do that. You said this on the onset and I, I just want to reiterate it and we're out of time. And I do want you to talk about your free gift, but the um, having the strategic plan before you start the execution, I think is really mandatory and that just saves the time and money. But now we're, we're thinking about if you do this, what are the benefits? What are the downsides? And then me as the business owner, because again, I'm relevant and keeping myself educated, I can make a joint wise decision because of what I know, I know my business and because of what you know as the marketing expert. So I, I think it's, it's, you have to have conversations and you have to find people that you trust, but people have to understand your business before they can start putting, um, you know, oh, you got to do AdWords. To me, run. If somebody comes with one recommendation, run the other way. That's what they want to do. That's what they're comfortable doing. That doesn't mean they're good at marketing out from a big picture perspective. And the last thing I just want to say before you share your free gift, if you pay attention, Nikki said she has the AdWord person or she has the marketing or the PR person that she can bring in when needed because they're not her zones of genius. So again, that word marketing is, I think, a ginormous topic. You, you know, do you know the programming and WordPress on the back end? That's another whole different skill, right? When, but it's still part of the marketing uh, process and strategy. So I wanted to make sure everybody heard that too. You have your team that are vetted and trusted that you know can execute what your recommendations are. Okay. Yes, Zed, any last word? Because that's their zone of genius. That's right. right. And that's right. So, you know, my zone of genius is about understanding it. So I do want to, you know, um, let you know that with those challenges that I had outlined is that's why I had created the marketing mystery to marketing mastery program yeah. that does go over the steps on how to overcome those challenges. And it also gives you the community to be able to test out your content yeah. because going back to that third challenge is like, uh, what do I change? It isn't working. What do I change? Which is um, the collaborative environment is it. for me is huge when it comes to marketing. Agree. Because Connie, do you know how many people have done testing in marketing? You know, like they'll have one ad and then they'll have another ad with different images, but the same ad in itself. Do you know how many people have come back to me that says in the market testing, everyone picked the one I didn't like? Crazy. Which is why the testing component is so crucial. Yeah. And what I'm doing is building that community that gives people a safe environment to be able to test it because 
what I think is going to resonate with people doesn't really matter. That's right. It doesn't matter. And we're the zones of genius. It's what the response you get, right? So we have, we're, and that's so funny because right, Nikki, you and I, we're, I'm reiterating all the time, you know, even in my own business, you know, when I'm in a sales conversation, I'm reiterating all the time um, because the client's always different, but things are changing at a rapid rate. Again, it goes back to what I said at the beginning, stay relevant. Otherwise you're going to fall behind. It becomes a real slippery slope and you could fall behind really fast. So again, make sure you're educated, hire the right people. Marketing, um, you know, is important, but you got to get the right people in your corner. I want to share your website before I do free gifts. Can you give them a brief description of what they will get? I will put the link in the show notes, Nikki, so they can find it. But if you could just talk to that free gift, that'd be great. Absolutely. So the free gift is along the lines of marketing is over 101 ideas on how you can market your business so you can get more sales, right? So, yeah, so I started putting this list together and I was going to call it 101 ideas until I started getting to 102 and 103. So now the free gift is over 101 marketing ideas. And it. that is a great compliment to, um, you know, like it, it's, it, it'll give, hopefully open your eyes as to, oh, I didn't even think of this, right? Maybe, yep. you know, some might be relevant to you. Some might not be relevant to you. So, and it's a great compliment to the training that I do give, which is Marketing Mystery to Marketing Mastery. And if you check it out on my website to find out when the next available um, uh, course is for that, and that will start bringing things together and answer the questions is out of those 101 marketing ideas, which ones should I be working on? I love it. It's a, it's such a great springboard and a place to start. So everybody, thank you, Nikki, for sharing that with, um, you know, my peeps here. I, I, I always appreciate that and, um, check it out, right? If you're unsure, check it out. It's information remain relevant. I know I'm like a broken record with the show today, but that's, this is another easy peasy tool for you to remain relevant and make sure that you're crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's save time, save money, make money. I mean, to me, that's, that's like the, the, you know, my triple win formula, right? It's gotta be a win, win, win for everybody. Um, let me give you Nikki's website. So it's NCP consulting.net. And if you'd like to reach out to Nikki, you have questions. That's cool too. Nikki, N-I-C-K-I at ncpconsulting.net. Um, the free gift link will be in the show notes. Uh, so you guys can, and it'll be backlinked so you can uh, get it downloaded easy peasy. Nikki, thank you again. Um, great conversation. I hope, I hope this gets everybody thinking and download the free gift because now you have a tangible tool that you could start to look at and decipher all of what we conversed about today. But now it becomes real tangible about topics uh, of that maybe I should be paying attention to. And I never thought about blind spots. We all have blind spots. So hopefully the over 101 ideas give them a, a little bit of tangibility to what may be next baby step they should be taking. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for inviting me. This has been a lot of fun, Connie. <laughs> oh, we, I love hanging out with you. I, you know, Canada, New Jersey, we're like a bazillion miles apart, but thank God for Zoom that we're able to connect to meet uh, the amazing people that are in my orbit. I feel very blessed and, and I'm just so happy that we had this great conversation. Needed, it's a needed conversation. So thanks again for your zone of genius, Nick. <laughs> thank you. 
Okay. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build and discover together that I know these, you know, I really am trying to change the sales game so that when you get everything in alignment and you are in front of your ideal client or prospect, that your, your conversations are so beautiful that there, there never could be an ick factor, right? And it always comes from this place of love, care, and respect. Um, again, Nikki is a great resource to complement, right, your sales conversations as well, or to refine those sales conversations. So thank you so much. Um, please, please download, use the tool. Listening to the show is wonderful. Sharing information is wonderful. Learning information is wonderful. If you do nothing with it, it's just information. If you do something with it, that's when the magic starts happening and we could create the changes or create the business or transition from career uh, and corporate to a small business owner. Whatever it is you're looking to do, please use the tool. Please use the recommendations we've made um, today. That's again, action creates reaction. And that's when we could start changing the world together. Um, thank you for tuning into Changing the Sales Game with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. I truly wish you all a wonderful, inspired week. Take the tip or the tool or a strategy or look at those challenges that Nikki mentioned today and really start to use that information to evaluate you where you are so you can create the change that you're looking for. Thanks so much. I'm honored that you join me every week and I will see you all next week. Have a great one. Thanks, everybody. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow. Follow.